Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, this your boy G Pap coming in on G Pappy Sports, and I'm here with it. Make sure you follow to subscribe to G Pappy Sports on all social media platforms: Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, what Spotify, Amazon Music, you name it. Apple Music, Apple Podcasts. We hear you name it. We are there broadcasting, and we're here doing our thing. So you know, I'm here talking about. Week nine of the NFL week, we had a couple of games, a couple of upsets, a couple of division games out here, and I'm just here to break it down a little bit of what happened to you over the weekend. <clears throat> Starting with the first game, divisional game, the Atlanta Falcons versus the New Orleans Saints in New Orleans. The Falcons at the time time was three and four. The New Orleans Saints was five and four, and the Falcons came out there with the upset, and I told you. In my video, previous videos, I had the Falcons going with the upset, and the Falcons came out there and did their thing. Maddie Ice got back on track through for 343 yards, two touchdowns, no interception. Your boy Cordell Patterson stepped up big, not in the running game this time, but in the receiver threat because he is a legit receiver. I don't know why he's still playing running back, even though he can play, but he's a legit receiver, kit returner specialist. <clears throat> But your boy had six catches, 126 yards, and he had a big catch that got them the game-winning field goal by your boy Cool. The defense stepped up, got a couple of sacks, turnovers. Alvin Kamara couldn't really do too much. He had 100 yards, all-purpose yards, but he really couldn't get that rhythm. And, you know, New Orleans Saints staggered, and the Atlanta Falcons took advantage. You know, even though the Saints was trying to come back, you know, the Falcons did enough to advance to four and four and you know Atlanta Falcons they still there you know week by week they go in they come out they go in they come out but that's the story of the Atlanta Falcons so we'll see how they do in the upcoming weeks Trevor Simeon with that 25 for 41 249 yards two touchdowns it just wasn't enough even to go with the home crowd and the Saints suffer a divisional loss <clears throat> now the next game was a track game for sure. It was definitely an upset. The Dallas Cowboys went out there and laid the egg 30 to 6 to 30 to 16, I mean, to the Denver Broncos. Teddy Bridgewater and that crew, 19 for 28, 249 yards, one touchdown. Javante Williams out of North Carolina running the rock, 17 catches, 111 yards. Tim Patrick on the receiving end, four catches and 85 yards. And Denver, you know, Denver has a stout defense out there. And, you know, they just contained Dak. Dak was 19 for 39, 282 yards. That's not going to really get it done. Two touchdowns on interception. That's not the Dak we've been seeing all year that's been thrown for 400-plus yards. Zeke was held to 51 yards. That's not going to get it done. Tony Pollard didn't do much. Defense didn't do too much. Amari Cooper, two catches. C.D. Lamb, two catches. That is not going to win them the game in any type of shape or form. And the Dallas Cowboys clearly laid an egg on this one, but I expect for them to somewhat bounce back. Dak Prescott gonna lead away. You know, Mike McCarthy should catalyze the troops. They just wasn't mentally prepared and they fell for the track game. And you know, the Denver Broncos is five and two and the Dallas Cowboys, I mean, the Denver Broncos is five and four and the Dallas Cowboys is six and two. The next game we got on the list is the Minnesota Vikings, the Baltimore Ravens. The Vikings got out there, jumped on the Baltimore Ravens, but the Baltimore Ravens came back 
Game winning field goal, end up winning 34-31. Lamar Jackson just putting up remarkable MVP tight numbers, 27 for 41, 266 yards, three touchdowns. Of course, he had the little two interceptions, but that's how it go when you get down early. But he had the 21 carries, 120 yards, and the man is putting up MVP-like numbers, numbers you've never seen before, and he's leading the way. He got his number one receiver out there right now, Marquise Hollywood Brown. Nine catches, 116 yards. Just continue to evolve as a number one threat and just more than a slot receiver and speed demon. On the other end, the Minnesota Vikings, Kirk Cousins, 187 yards, two touchdowns. And pedestrian-like numbers. Y'all got out to a good lead, but you just couldn't hold it on. Dalvin Cook, 110 yards. Dalvin gonna do what he do. Justin Jefferson, three catches, 69 yards, one touchdown. Adam Thielen, I don't know what happened to Adam Thielen, but hey, we'll figure out what happened with him. Next week, as the Minnesota Vikings fall to three and five, as they're up and down team as well, they look like they can could do something, win a couple of games, and then they fall back to reality real quick. So, yeah, so that's how that go with that game. The next game we got <clears throat> was an upset because I would have picked the LA Rams to win this game against the Tennessee Titans without Derrick Henry. You know, Matthew Stanford was looking fire previously before coming into the season. He came out there through back-to-back -back interceptions, fumbles. It just wasn't looking good, overthrow passes, and it, the turnover just got them down bad, and Tennessee Titans capitalized and moved on every position. Ryan Tannehill didn't screw the game up. 143 yards, one touchdown. A.J. Brown, five catches, 69 yards. He was just out there doing his thing. Julio Jones out there doing his thing. Without Derrick Henry, Adrian Peterson, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, Adrian Peterson is still out here running the rock. Number eight was out there doing his little thing, doing all he can do. The defense stepped up, three turnovers, five sacks, and that was the key game. The L.A. Rams just couldn't get nothing going. Matthew Stanford really just threw the game away. Too many turnovers. Offense was in their sink, and, you know, they got down bad at home, and they just couldn't ever recover from that. So, you know, Tennessee Titans moved to 7-2. and two. And the L.A. Rams is moving to 7-2 as well with that loss. So, you know, hey, the next game we got here for you <clears throat> is the Cleveland Browns. You know, they released Odell. Beckham recently they was unable to find a trade partner. Baker Mayfield issues going on. They 5-4 versus Cincinnati, 5-4, who I really liked it. A few weeks ago, they done kind of fall back to earth and kind of below the ground right now. They got dropped. 41-16, Baker Mayfield, 218 yards, two touchdowns. Nick, 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 Chubb, 14, 14 touches, 137 yards, two touchdowns, letting you know he's a top five running back in the league. Donovan's people, Jones, 86 yards, one touchdown. No Odell, Denzel Ward had a pick six, and you know, they just all over. Cincinnati from the get-go, and they just couldn't bounce back from that. So they took care of them boys, and Cleveland moves 5-4, and four, and Cincy moves to 5-4 and four as well. And that's the games we got for you right there. You know, I just want to pick out a few games and talk a little bit about the season. You know, we halfway through the season now, man. It's a, <clears throat> it's a lot of teams still out there. My team is a roller coaster team. There's a lot of roller coaster teams out there. There's only a few slight teams that look like they really – could be playoff legit ready, but as of right now, I still believe every team has their flaws. Every team can be beaten right now. There's no 
distinctive Super Bowl contender team right now.